So that is what you want to do and create and help your clients to feel is that, wow, I have a to-do list that's a mile long. I know I need to do this thing. And now this person just showed up and they can manage it for me. They can take care of it for me. They can solve my issue and I'm barely going to have to do anything. It's a wonderful feeling for a client. Welcome to the Live, Work, Travel podcast. I'm your host, Michonne Thomas, a former middle school teacher who quit at 30 to become a six-figure freelancer and digital nomad instead. You're in the right place if you're ready to learn how freelancing can help you to work from anywhere, make great money, and live a life that you design. I'm sharing everything I've learned to get to where I am today in order to support you on your journey because this lifestyle is simply too good not to share. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today, I want to talk about the fact that there is simply no secret to freelancing. And what do I mean by that? It's that people reach out to me constantly through Instagram or students of my courses, people who have heard me speak on other podcasts or read my blog, and they want to know like, what is the secret though? Like I've been doing freelancing for a little while, or maybe I've been thinking about freelancing, but I just want to know kind of the secret sauce, right? Like this one magical thing that's going to help me out as a freelancer, help me get started, help me just really do better, get those clients just They're looking for like a magic switch. And I understand it because I was that way in the beginning when I started too. I used to think there's got to be something, right? There's got to be just this one secret thing that I'm missing that's going to help me have an amazing freelance life, get all these clients, just have this incredible freelance career. And what I would say today to myself looking back and to anyone out there listening who's who's kind of feeling that way, still searching, is that there is no secret. And what I mean by that is that I give away <laughs> the information constantly. This episode is going to be all about it. But like, it's not a secret. I'm telling you. I'm telling you exactly what to do. The information is not hidden. It's fully out there. I wish I'd come across this information when I was looking. So really what it comes down to, the only thing that is important is how you make the client feel. Okay? That is it. And again, it's not secret. I harp on about it all the freaking time. That is the entire thing from start to finish. That is how you go out and find amazing clients. That's how you pitch them. That's how you're going to keep them. That's how you're going to work with them long-term over the course of years for many, because if you can make the client feel the way they want to feel, they're going to want to keep you around. So it doesn't matter what you do as a freelancer. Pick anything. Ideally, something that you love to do, something you enjoy doing, and you could see yourself doing for years. Because if you take this information to heart, you are going to get clients that are going to want to work with you for the long term. So I encourage you to stop thinking so much about your skills and what you can do or what you perceive that you can't do, right? Because I know in the beginning, starting out, we have a lot of self-doubt around whether we are good enough to do whatever it is that we are trying to do. But the reality is, if you stop and put some thought into how you can take care of the client, you're going to be good enough, right? Because there's people out there that have incredible skills at what they do as a freelancer, but they have no skill when it comes to approaching the client. They can be the best in the world, but if they can't show the client 
client why they should be working with them, it doesn't even matter. Your clients that you're going after, they are a busy person. They are so focused on other things that they don't care about you. (laughs) And I say this lovingly, but it's true. Like most of us have so much going on in our own lives that other people's stuff doesn't infiltrate this bubble of our own lives, right? You think about where you're at right now and what's going on in your life. And if a friend reaches out and they tell you something going on in their life, like you're there for them to a certain extent, but we don't obsess about other people the same way that we obsess over our own lives, our own problems, all the things that we have on our plate. You get together with a friend and you're like, hey, how's life been? And they're just like, I am just swamped. It's crazy. Every day, so busy. And you're like, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. But in your own head, you're just like, I'm so busy too. And I'm dealing with this. And I'm doing like, it's just part of being human. Like it's human nature to be obsessed with ourselves. It's really annoying (laughs) and really frustrating, but that's just how we operate. So your client is running around out there. They are obsessed with themselves and all the things that they have to do. And when they hear from you, you could be the best in the world, but they don't really care if it sounds like it's going to be more work, more hassle, more trouble, right? And I do have some examples of this, like always. So recently I was looking for some help with video editing. And I posted a job to Upwork.com, the freelancing platform, and got a bunch of proposals back. Now, one person didn't even get a hold of me on Upwork. They found my email and emailed me directly, which can be a good strategy if you have a good pitch for the client because it's going to pop up in their email inbox and it just shows that you went to a little extra mile to get their company email and reach out to them. Some people don't like it. They prefer that you keep everything on platform. I will take a good pitch no matter where it comes from. Now, this pitch was just okay, and I want to talk about it and what the person could have done better. So they reached out and said, hey, I saw your job posting for video editing. I do video editing. Please take a look at my portfolio, which is not great. We'll talk about that in a separate episode on portfolios. But they linked me to a bunch of different stuff that didn't really show me how they were relevant to what I needed. I had specifically asked for help with Instagram Reels, and they linked me to a bunch of stuff that had some YouTube videos, like horizontal, full-length YouTube videos. And it's like, well, that's great, but that's not really what I'm looking for. So I had to spend time going through their stuff trying to find what I actually wanted. The only thing that they did that really made me actually follow up with them and reach out and say, hey, tell me a little bit more, was that they included famous names, right? They mentioned some people that I had heard heard of on Instagram with huge followings. And I thought, oh, okay, if they've done work for this person, then maybe they can help me as well. But when I reached out to follow up with them, they didn't give me any clear details on what they had specifically done, whether they came up with the idea and the whole concept themselves, or whether they were just given some instructions and told, here, do this. And so the conversation kind of fizzled out because I was just having to chase them to find out what is it that you can actually do and how will that help me? The difference to this is making a client excited to work with you. And it comes from doing your research, which I've talked about before, going out and finding ways that you can be helpful to the client from that very first moment. So I was on a podcast recently and in less than a week, I had someone in my inbox pitching me because they'd heard me on that podcast, right? And I talk about this all the time. I'm brutally open on my podcasts and other appearances that I need help and that I always want good pitches. But people can pitch me anytime, anywhere, and I would be interested in taking a look at what they have to offer if it's a good pitch. Because small business owners need help all the time. Most of what we're struggling with is not finding good help, knowing that we need to go get it, but not having the time or energy or just it feels like a hassle, right? So this person reached out and they immediately connected by saying, hey, I heard you on this podcast and that way I have a connection to them even though I don't know them 
right? I know how they found me. So that's great. And they said, hey, I've taken a look at your website and I have some suggestions and went through and listed not just like you could do this or you could do that, but had basically taken a screenshot of my website and then mocked up some changes that they would propose. And then they had included a follow up document showing, hey, here's why I suggested each one of these changes and what I think it will do for you. And then invited me to follow up with them, right? Now, redoing my website is on my list of things to do (laughs) along with hundreds of other things. It's not something that I was thinking about doing this week. However, if someone out there can do it for me and I won't have to lift hardly a finger, just look at their designs and go, yes, I agree with this, change that, do that, yep, go for it. I could be interested, absolutely. So that is what you want to do and create and help your clients to feel is that, wow, I have a to-do list that's a mile long. I know I need to do this thing. And now this person just showed up and they can manage it for me. They can take care of it for me. They can solve my issue and I'm barely going to have to do anything. It's a wonderful feeling for a client. Now, there is the chance that this person does not have the money and the budget, but maybe they'll reach out to you again when they do have the budget. Because people like that with pitches like this person, if I'm not working with them immediately, they're going to go into a folder on my email. And when I am ready, I'm going to start with them. Someone else I know recently reached out and they were also asking about video editing in terms of how could you get more clients? How could you work with more people doing video editing? And again, my response would be that it's not about the skills that you have. It's about getting inside the client's head and helping them realize why they need to work with you. And I'll use myself as an example here. I had put that job posting out for Instagram reels. And what the majority of people will do is give me exactly what I want Or they'll be like, here's a reel I made for so-and-so. Here's a reel I made for this other person. The difference between just pitching a client and hoping for the best and actually going in and trying to really just like knock it out of the park. Like you really want to make it so that the client, they physically hurt because they can't work with you. You want to make them so interested, so enticed by what you have to offer and what it will do for them that they lay awake at night going, man, I really hope this person's got room in their schedule. Man, I really hope this person's as good as they say. Man, I really want to work with this person. Like just have those thoughts playing around in their head. And I would say it is about 1% of freelancers that I've ever worked with that have given me a feeling like that. Why? Because most people just pitch And they're kind of going after the lazy way. They're just being like, here, maybe, you know, we can work together. Maybe we can do this. Maybe I can help you with this. Maybe like they just have this energy of maybe or I'm just trying this, but I don't really think it'll work instead of going in with full confidence. And starting out, it can be difficult to have that full confidence, right? But you can have the confidence that you are doing everything in your power to make it as easy as possible for the client. Part of that starts with getting to know what they want. Most people want to sell more. They want to reach more people. They want to sell more of whatever they have, or they want to reach more people if they're just trying to grow their audience. How is working with you going to help them do that? If you are doing video editing, how does your video editing help them reach more people. That's it. How do you answer that question? And if you don't know, then you're going to want to sit down and think about it because you can't show the client until you know yourself. Is it the storytelling aspect? Are you going to tell stories that help them to connect with people? And if so, how? How will they know that it's working? How will they know that it is reaching people? What results can they expect to have from working with you? Is their audience going to grow? 
How do you know that? Are you going to be measuring it as well? Because like this is the thing. You're not just selling video editing. You're selling a result. Your skills are video editing, but what you're really trying to sell is a result. What am I going to gain as a client from working with you? So let me see if I can kind of walk through a scenario right now that may help. I'm a client. I have my website. I sell courses. I have an Instagram. I have a TikTok that I don't really use that much. And I don't have a YouTube, but I'd like to start a YouTube someday when I have more time. So let's say I'm out and I meet someone who says, hey, yeah, I do video editing. It's like, okay, cool. That's awesome. What do you do? Like, what do you actually edit? And they're like, oh, I do all kinds of video. It'd be great to work together. Okay, cool. Me, as a person who is running my business, doesn't work with video very much. Don't really know what all goes into video editing other than the stuff that I edit for myself for fun. I don't know what this person can do that is going to help me. And so many people that I meet, that's the extent of the conversation we have. It's sort of like an, I do this and maybe we could work together sometime. And the difficulty is that you are the expert in what you do. The client doesn't know as well as you what you do. So it's your responsibility to show them why working with you makes their life easier. Now, I am not a video editor. And I don't know exactly what they do. (laughs) And I don't know how much creative license they have either when it comes to if clients are more telling them here, I want this, this and this exactly. Or if the part of what they're presenting to the client is all in one solution, like I will take your video and I will make it beautiful. I will do whatever to it. So what I'm about to walk through may be factually incorrect because I'm not a video editor, (laughs) but I'm going to take you through what I would do if I was, right? There may be some mistakes, but this is what I'm imagining a video editor kind of does and how I would position myself if I were going to be offering those services. I've had that exchange. Oh, I do video editing in person. Oh, cool. That's great. Instead of like, maybe we should work together sometime. I'm going to send you over some information. Cool. Get their contact. Then I would go and find their website and look around at what they do. Let's use me as an example. You're finding me and you're going, okay, she's got a website. She's got Instagram. She's got some reels, whatever, but she's got no YouTube presence whatsoever. I would think about everything that I could do for this client that would make their life easier and how I could pitch it to them as them barely having to lift a finger. For example, something like, you know, Michonne, you've got a ton of Instagram photos and I'm imagining from the last five years that you've spent traveling, you've just got tons and tons of content in a photo library somewhere. What I would do is I would comb through that footage, those videos, those images, and I would make you pieces of content to go out every single day. What I would need from you is some of the styles of people that you like, other Instagram accounts that you follow and enjoy. And what I would do is make you stories, reels, different videos that you can use on your platform in the style of those that you already like. And already I'm intrigued going, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I can think of three Instagram accounts that I like. And if I give it to this person, they're just going to make reels out of my own content that looks like that. That's pretty amazing. What else can you do? Well, I noticed that you don't have a YouTube, but you've got tons of travel videos and stuff. You've been to some amazing places. I've heard you say you've been to Antarctica, you've been to Iceland, you've been all over. So here's what I would propose. I'm going to go through all of the video that you've taken from those places. And I'm actually going to chop it down into smaller videos that we can put out. I can give you some script templates and I'll need you to do some voiceover work talking about what it was like when you were there, giving me more detail on what you packed, any 
different things that you experience that would be super helpful for other people that are visiting to know. We can work all that out together. I will be spearheading that though. I'll be running it. I'll be giving you exactly what to do as simply as possible. And then we can cut that all together. I'll have these beautiful videos for you. You'll be able to put this information out to your audience, give them useful information for visiting places or just share your experiences with them. And that's going to help you to reach more people who are then going to follow you, who are then going to learn from you. And it helps you with your mission of teaching more people about freelancing, helping them design lives they love, helping them to travel more. So you're really painting a picture for the client of why working with you matters for them and how it's going to help them get more of what they want. If there was a secret to freelancing, that would be it. (laughs) These simple truths. Just going in and really trying to get inside the client's head, their business, what they want, and showing them how working with you helps them to achieve that. And I find that many freelancers don't do a very good job of this. They know their own skill inside and out, but they cannot show the client why it should matter to them. There are some things that are very, very obvious, right? Like let's take customer service as an example. That is a very straightforward skill, right? Like the client has a product or a service, people write in, they need help with something. It's obvious how you can help as a freelancer. You're like, yeah, I do customer service. I'm going to interact with the customer, answer their questions, help them have a wonderful experience with your service, your product, whatever, right? That is pretty straightforward. We can all understand that because we've all been either in customer service ourselves or we have dealt with people on a day in, day out basis. We're just constantly dealing with people in the service industry. We're constantly dealing with people who are helping us to get the answers that we need, whether that is in a retail store or online through the computer or the phone, whatever, someone helping us out with an issue. Something like video editing can be so much more intangible. The client may know, okay, I get that. I get what it is. You're taking video and chopping it up and making it look pretty. The same way we understand that like they shoot big Hollywood movies and they have hours and hours and hours, right, of footage. And then they condense that down into a two hour film that you go to see in a theater. Like I understand the concept, but the client may not be able to picture what working with you and what video can do for their business. So it's your job, no matter what it is, if it's video editing, for me, it's operations management, right? My job is to show clients why working with me is going to make their life so much better. They get to stop thinking about all of the day-to-day things that happen in their business, all of the people that need hired, that need trained, how to train people, how to give access to things like passwords and how to revoke that access when someone leaves, how to deal with all the customer tickets that come in every day, how to literally anything and everything that they can think of. It's my job to be in there, making sure that they don't have to think about that. So when I'm pitching them, I'm trying to show them, look, when you work with me, you don't have to think about anything that you don't want to think about. That's what I come in and do. I think about all of those things so you don't have to. When I work with a client, it is very specific, right? We try to figure out what they like to do, what they are good at, and then we focus on taking everything else off their plate. My job is not to sell them. Here is an 82-point checklist to 
of all the things that I will manage. My job is to sell them on this is why working with me means you're going to feel amazing. Okay. If you're after that secret, that's what any freelancer is going to want to focus on. How can you show the client that working with you is going to be amazing? One of my clients that I've been with for ages, we do a program where we send out Christmas gifts and like birthday gifts and stuff to some of the different contractors around the world. And the client asked to put this in place probably oof, about a year or two ago. They asked for it to be put into place. Me and my team, we put it into place and the client didn't really think about it, just knew that it was happening, right? But things can slip over time. So just the other day, something jogged their memory and the client was like, hey, wait, whatever happened to that birthday program? Do we still do that? And it was just like, yeah, absolutely. Like we put it in place, it's managed, it runs every single month. And then we have a big push around the holidays. Like we take care of this without you having to even think about it. And that's what I do for my clients. If I'm out there pitching, which again, I've mentioned in other episodes, I don't have to do very often. People come to me because when you do quality work, you're going to build up a reputation and people around you are going to love working with you so much that they're either going to keep you or they're going to be recommending you to others. And you just kind of have this snowball effect of being in demand. So I hope this makes sense. And I hope this episode was helpful. I want to preach this message so often because I get the same recurring question over and over from so many people. And I just really want you all to know that just getting inside the client's head, taking care of them, making them feel like they are in good hands is going to be so effective for you to have long-term ongoing work from clients from here until as long as you want to keep freelancing. And really just thinking about how you can show the client no matter what skill that you do, it's not so much about your portfolio, the amount of work you've done, the amount of experience that you have, but really teaching the client why working with you matters. It makes all the difference. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. You can get my beginner freelancing course. It's called the Escape Hatch. That course is chock full of tips, advice, scripts, templates, everything you need as a beginner freelancer. It contains all of the info that I wish I had when I was first starting out. And you can get your hands on that today. Again, at liveworktravel.com forward slash escape. If you want to say hi, chat about anything, send in any questions, you can get a hold of me over on Instagram at liveworktravelig. And if you have a longer something that you want to send, just send that to hello at liveworktravel.com. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll be back next Monday with a another episode. Take care.